Therapeutic design of peptide modulators of protein-protein interactions in membranes. A review by Tracy Stone, Charles Thieber, from University of Toronto, Canada. Biochemica and Biophysica Acta, 2017. Abstract. Membrane proteins play a central role in a variety of cellular processes, ranging from nutrient uptake and signaling to cell-cell communication. Their biological functions are directly related to how they fold and assemble defects often lead to disease. Protein-protein interactions, PPIs, within the membrane are therefore of great interest as therapeutic targets. Here, we review the progress in the application of membrane-insertable peptides for the disruption or stabilization of membrane-based PPIs. We describe the design and preparation of transmembrane peptide mimics and of several categories of peptidomimetics used for study, including the enantiomers, non-natural amino acids, peptidoids, and beta-peptides. Further aspects of the review describe modifications to membrane-insertable peptides, including lipidation and cyclization via hydrocarbon sampling. These approaches provide a pathway towards the development of metabolically stable, non-toxic and efficacious peptide modulators of membrane-based PPIs. This article is part of a special issue entitled Lipid Order, Lipid Effect and Lipid Control of Protein Activity, edited by Dirk Schneider. Introduction Protein-protein contacts carry out vital roles in mediating protein folding and function. Stabilization or disruption of these interactions is therefore of great interest for the modulation of protein function within the cell. Marking protein-protein interactions PPIs, as attractive target for the development of novel therapeutics, the association of helical domains mediated many PPIs in both soluble and membrane proteins. Such helical domains present specific topological surfaces that can readably be mimicked using a variety of biochemical techniques. While both small molecules and short protein domains have been applied to the targeting of soluble helical PPIs with great success, targeting membrane-embedded PPIs has proven challenging. Compared to their soluble counterparts, few drugs target PPIs within the membrane, a protein that undoubtedly arises from the unique environment membrane proteins must fold and function within. Small molecule approaches have been utilized with limited success, held back by limited membrane permeability and low specificity. The large extended surface of most PPIs renders the use of large scaffolds and protein mimetics more effective than small molecules. Despite the barrier presented by the lipid P layer, membrane proteins remain important drug targets. Membrane proteins provide the communication link between the extracellular ward and the inside of the cell, carrying out critical cellular functions involved in nutrient and waste transport, 
cell cell recognition, and signal transduction. These proteins constitute circa 30% of human protein encoding genes and represent circa 60% of all human drug targets. The importance of membrane proteins in maintaining cellular homeostasis is clear. Many disease states arising from the improper folding function or localization of these proteins. Many cancers, neurological, metabolical and immune disorders and can be attributed to the faulty function of membrane proteins. Membrane embedded receptors and transporters collectively represent the largest group of human drug targets with GPCRs being the most abundant, followed by ligand and voltage-gated channels and receptor tyrosine kinases. Notably, all of these membrane proteins either contain several transmembrane TM strands and or undergo some degree of oligomerization. As examples, GPCRs are seven TM proteins and the function can be modulated through oligomerization. Ligand and voltage-gated channels generally have more than one TM domain and exist as oligomers. And receptor tyrosine kinases, while containing only a single TM domain, must demorize to function. Thus, protein-protein interactions play essential roles not only in the initial folding of membrane protein drug targets, but also in the adoption of functional higher-order oligomers. The further expansion for the targeting of membrane PPIs thus folds great promise for the development of novel therapeutics. This review will cover the challenges associated with targeting PPIs within the lipid bilayer, with a focus on chemical modifications for the implementation of TM peptides as modulators of membrane PPIs. Protein-protein interactions between membrane-spanning helices The forces driving membrane PPIs both within a protein during folding and between two separate protein chains during oligomerization are similar to those that mediate the helix-helix interactions of soluble proteins within the cytosol. Extensive studies have characterized the helix geometries and amino acids composition of TM helix-helix interfaces. Importantly, nearly 70% of helix-helix associations fall within just four helical geometries, with 29% of helix-helix associations falling into a single category. Briefly, the four most common helical geometries include 1. Left-handed antiparallel GAS left, most abundant. 2. Right-handed antiparallel GAS right. 3. Right-handed parallel GAS right and 4. Left-handed parallel GAS left. Left-handed motifs are characterized by haptid repeats with small amino acids occurring at positions A and D, while right-handed motifs often have small residues positioned three amino acids apart in a classically described small-small motif. 
both haptad repeats and small small motifs associate through knobs into holes van der Waals packing, making these forces the most prominent in TMTM directions. However, TM domains are not composed of solely hydrophobic amino acids, but also polar and aromatic residues, which also participate in mediating PPIs within the bilia lipid through interhelical hydrogen bonds, polar-polar and aromatic-aromatic interactions. While some membrane-embedded domains serve the simple function of encoding cytosolic or extracellular domains to the bilia, many TM domains are directly involved in protein function, forming conduits through the membrane for molecule transport or undergoing intramolecular conformational changes and or intermolecular oligomerization to transmit a signal. The TM domains of eukaryotic membrane proteins are commonly alpha-helical, spanning the bilayer through an average of 20-24 amino acids. These membrane-embedded domains are predominantly hydrophobic in nature, allowing for favorable interactions with surrounding apolar lipid acyl chains. Nevertheless, polar and charged amino acids are found within TM domains, where these unfavorable amino acids carry out important functional roles in the linking of pore and channels, as well as initiating helix-helix contacts. Membrane protein folding is further complicated by the complex environment of the lipid bilayer. Not only is the membrane composed of lipids varying in hatch group, tail length and saturation, but the membrane is also protein-dense. Competition for helix interactions between neighboring helices and lipid molecules makes the adoption of appropriate helix-helix and helix-lipid contacts very intricate. Lipid interactions also play important roles in protein folding and oligomerization. Membrane proteins present irregular surfaces in both polar and apolar atoms to surrounding lipids, resulting unfavorable lipid protein and restriction on lipid-lipid interactions can drive TM domains to self-associate in a manner mediated by the motifs mentioned above. Particularly, small small motifs produce a cavity or hole on the TM helix phase that may only favorably be occupied by the bulky knobs of a complementary TM domains. The high frequency with which TM domains associate through Van der Waals interactions mediated by a limited number of motifs both simplifies and convolutes the development of de novo inhibitor stabilizing compounds. The popularity of a small number of motifs highlights the easy with which a single inhibitor may target multiple proteins. In theory, a single TM peptide containing a single small small motif, such as an exemplified listed in Table 1, could initiate various TM-TM directions, including those with the desired protein, but as well with unwanted targets. So, how do membrane proteins achieve high specificity for oligomerization 
is required for cellular functions. The positioning along the TM domain and the fine-tuning of the residues surrounding an interaction motif enables high selectivity and may therefore be utilized to increase binding specificity and minimize off-target interactions. Although TM-TM interactions within the lipid bilayer represent an untouched wealth for potential therapeutic development, to our knowledge, no clinically available drug specifically targets these type of interactions. The majority of drugs approved for targeting membrane proteins focus on blocking molecule passage through channels, mimicking hormones and binding exposed cellular loops. If you function through binding the protein within the membrane itself, the reasons behind this will become clear as we consider the challenging requirements for a drug to function within the lipid bilayer. Development of transmembrane peptide therapeutics. Peptides have been used widely for the modulation of PPIs between soluble proteins displaying high selectivity and low toxicity. Over the last two decades, a notable increase in the use of biologics have been observed in the clinic with more than 60 FDA-approved peptide medicines now available and approximately 114 clinical trials, with a further circa 50-100 in preclinical development. As peptides become increasingly recognized as valid, potent and safe means to target previously undruggable targets, the application is extending from traditional uses of biomarkers and antimicrobials to treatment of cancer, metabolic, neurological and inflammatory disorders. Targeting PPIs within the membrane is a challenging feat due to the complex environment within which these protein interactions occur. Thus, a peptide capable of disrupting PPIs within a membrane must be able to 1. Partition from aqueous interlipidic phases. 2. Adopt a confirmation complementary to the selected target. And 3. Reside stably within the lipid bilayer without causing non-specific disruption of the membrane. Characterization and delivery of potential TM peptide therapeutics also poses an obstacle. Being inherently hydrophobic, TM peptides are driven to partition into membranes and as such often require duration of special treatment to increase the aqueous solubility prior to localization within the bilayer. The addition of solubility tags or extension of the native TM sequence to include neighboring polar residues is commonly employed. Hydrophobic peptides may also be solubilized in dimethyl sulfoxide and diluted into buffer prior to direct addition to live cells, isolated membranes or proteoliposomes. Alternatively, TM sequences may be expressed within the cell, thereby bypassing difficulties associated with in vitro solubilization and biophysical characterization. An evident solution for the development of stable membrane-spanning peptides 
is the use of native TM domains as templates. Early studies have shown exactly added native TM domains can disrupt the folding of full-length proteins. In this regard, a single TM peptide can compete for native intramolecular helix-helix interactions within the full-length protein, resulting in a loss of overall tertiary structure and abrogation of function. Such experiments with single TM domains have been demonstrated for numerous multipass membrane proteins including multiple GPCRs, a trimeric enzyme, an ABC transporter and more recently a microbial efflux pump. Surprisingly, most native TM domains were found to be disruptive to protein folding with lipid-exposed TMs showing the most disruptive activity related to TMs within the protein interior. This concept has been further applied to membrane protein oligomerization. External TM domains ostensibly complete for or stabilize intermolecular interactions between identical or different protein chains altering quaternary structure. Notably examples include inhibition of tyrosine receptor kinase homodimerization and signaling. Despite the similarity in interaction motifs, TM peptides mimicking native TM domains were found to be highly specific for their intended targets. The lack of high-resolution structure data on PPI interfaces within membranes has hindered development of therapeutics to target these interactions. Although advances have been made in elucidating the structure of membrane proteins, the vast majority remain unsolved due to experimental challenges. Nevertheless, an increasing database of known structures and interaction motifs have enabled researchers to utilize computational techniques, including TM, prediction, algorithms, homology modeling, and de novo design principles to predict and design TM-TM interactions in the absence of high-resolution structures. The DeGrado group has carried out pioneering work in the development of computational methods for the de novo design of alpha-helical peptides to disrupt PPIs within the membrane. The program computed helical anti-membrane protein, CHAMP, relies on common helical scaffolds derived from crystal structures and frequently occurring motifs to design energy-minimized interactive peptides. Applied to mammalian membrane protein, these workers successfully designed TM inhibitors of alpha-2b beta-3, integrin heterodimerization with corresponding activations in platelet aggregation both in vitro and in vivo. Additionally, high-throughput screening techniques in which TM sequences have been partially or entirely randomized have successfully identified novel TM domains with functionality gains the red new receptor tyrosine kinase. The platelet-derived growth factor beta receptor PDGF beta R and the human erythropoietin receptor 
combinational peptide synthesis created through split and recombine techniques can produce large libraries of randomized peptides to be screened for specific functions, such as the ability to demorize with the RAT new receptor. Novel and functional TM sequences may also be created by randomizing genetic codons as seen with the Traptamer sequences. These artificial TM sequences are generated through the replacement of native codons in the hydrophobic region of bovine papillomavirus E5 protein with codons for hydrophobic amino acids. Cells are then infected with Traptamer expressing retrovirus and subsequently screened for activation of the receptor of study. Traptamer sequences have been shown to display high specificity for their targets and can consist of relatively simple, low-complexity sequences. The ability to perform high-throughput screens of randomized TM sequences holds promise for the identification of novel TM sequences capable of modulating PPIs within the B-layer and largely negates the requirement for high-resolution structured data. Yet, despite the strong evidence supporting the use of TM peptides for the modulation of PPIs within the membrane, to date, no TM peptide therapeutics are clinically available. Following Lipinski rules, a gear therapeutic should be relatively small, moderately lipophilic, fairly simple in structure, and display gear pharmacokinetics. While TM helix peptides can provide high specificity for target binding with minimal of target interactions, they are relatively quite large, 1000 to 5000 Dalton, highly hydrophobic and often display toxicity to eukaryotic cells and susceptibility to proteolic degradation. Further, the peptide must be capable of adopting the active helical conformation in the absence of the full-length sequence. As well, the costs associated with synthesizing peptides can be high in contrast to other small molecule drugs. All of these features have impeded the development of TM peptide therapeutics. Nevertheless, advances in peptide chemistry have addressed these challenges, leading to improvements in metabolic stability, lower toxicity, and reduced costs. Transmembrane peptide modifications. Although TM peptides tend to exceed the desired 500 delta molecular weight, their length can be shortened to give the minimal motif required for functionality and adoption of native-like helical character, while also decreasing the number of labeli peptide bonds. In addition, hydrophobicity thresholds for stable peptide insertion into membranes are well established, particularly in regards to bacterial versus eukaryotic membranes. When peptide average hydrophobicity exceeds a given threshold, cytotoxicity occurs. A decrease in overall sequence hydrophobicity through selected substitutions of non-essential hydrophobic amino acids with poor polar ones can alleviate toxicity. 
Furthermore, chemical modifications can be introduced into peptide sequences to yield stable and efficacious peptides. A common technique to combat the high hydrophobicity of TM peptides, in addition of flanking polar or charred residues on the termini. The addition of such polar tags while increasing peptide length has been shown to greatly increase peptide aqueous solubility for ease of handling, making them amenable to in vitro experiments without compromising the properties of the hydrophobic core. Since dual tagging of peptides with charged residues on both thermini could inhibit transmembrane insertion of peptides applied to membranes externally, charged residues are often sequestered on one terminus, with the opposite terminus left uncharged to ostensibly allow borrowing of the uncharged terminus into the membrane. We have demonstrated the success of this technique in the polar tagging of a TM peptide mimicking the fourth TM domain from HSMR, the small multidrug resistant protein from Halobacterium salinarum. The N terminus was tagged with the uncharged acylated ALA A SAR 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 equal sarcosine and methylglycine while the C-terminus was tagged with a terminally emidated, positively charged, less 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 sequence. The uncharged nature of the SAR tag allowed these terminus to insert into membranes, while the least tag prevents complete translocation, anchoring the peptide within the bilia in a transmembrane configuration. The practice of polar tagging has been employed by many groups, increasing peptide membrane permeability and anchoring with the added benefit of dictating TM peptide orientation within the membrane, a future importance when tagging specific protein interaction. These strategies resemble the manner through which NISO utilizes the positive inside rule during translocation mediated membrane insertion of native TM domains. Additionally, polar tags may be used to target specific membranes, namely bacteria versus eukaryotic. Bacterial membranes differ from eukaryotic membranes in overall net charge, while the plasma membrane of eukaryotic cells in its veterionic reach in phosphatidylchloride and cholesterol. The bacteria in the membrane is anionic, rich in phosphatidylserine, cardiolipine. This difference in membrane overall net charge may be exploited to selectively target peptides to bacterial membranes for bactericidal purposes through the simple addition of positively charged resin residues. A design feature incorporated into TM4 peptide inhibitors against a HSMR protein expressed in bacterial cells. Peptidomimetics Peptidomimetics have been employed to create protease-resistant and stable peptides for numerous years. Their potential for drug development has led to the incorporation of high-throughput drug screens and rational design strategies. 
A variety of peptidomimetics are commercially available and follow simple synthesis protocols for dishing. They provide a diverse range of properties that are similar yet different to their nature counterparts, with alterations available for chirality, sidechain volume and composition, or backbone polarity and length. The ease with which peptidomimetics may be incorporated into a TM domain and the ability to maintain functional helix-helix interfaces make the technique an excellent resource for the design of metabolically stable TM peptide membrane PPI modulators. Chirality D enantiomers Complete or partial replacement of L-amino acids with the D-enantiomers has, in many cases, proven useful, providing the advantage of making these mirror image peptides unrecognizable to chiral-specific proteases. But can D-enantiomer peptides function to bind a specific L-enantiomer target with the membrane? In 2001, Kerber and others showed an all the peptide of GPA was capable of binding its L enantiomer counterpart, albeit through an interaction interface similar yet different from the native dimer. A perhaps surprising result that implied that TMTM interactions could be chiral independent. Further, these workers showed that the peptides were capable of disrupting native protein interactions between a T-cell receptor and the CD3 signaling complexes. However, the universality of the use of D-enantiomers for disruption of PPIs within the membrane remains unclear. As the mode of binding appears to differ from the native L-enantiomers, studies using the D-enantiomer of TM4 from HSMR showed no inhibition of protein dimerization compared to the L-enantiomer, a result reinforcing the need for overall geometric complementarity to the target sequence. Side chain alterations, homo and alpha methyl amino acids. Non natural amino acids involve changes in the amino acid side chain. These amino acid mimics often contain more or fewer methylene groups or may have methylene groups alternatively positioned within the side chain. Alpha methyl amino acids have a methylene group replacing. CR-alpha hydrogen. Changing side chain composition and volume alters amino acid properties, notably allowing them to escape redetection by proteases. Particularly, the addition of extra methylene groups in changes in the positioning can have dramatic effects on hydrophobicity, a feature which can be harnessed to promote membrane positioning and novel van der Waals contacts. Backbone alterations and methyl amino acids, peptidoids, beta amino acids. And methyl amino acids and peptidoids involve alterations to the backbone amino group. And methyl amino acids contain a methylene group bound to the backbone amino group. Peptidoids 
or N-methyl substituted glycines are amino acids in which the side chain has been attached to the amino nitrogen atom rather than to the alpha carbon, decreasing net hydrophobicity and altering surface topology. Our group has notably made use of the peptoid sarcosine as a non-natural uncharged polytag. The sarcosine tag promotes acute solubility without compromising membrane insertion while increasing protease resistance. Alternatively, beta amino acids involve elongation of the amino acid backbone through attachment of the amino group to the beta carbon of the side chain. Peptides composed solely of beta amino acids have been shown to adopt metabolically stable helical structures. The most commonly studied beta helix is the 14 helix with a circa 3 amino acid periodicity. The spatial positioning of amino acids at I, I plus 4 and I plus 7 in an alpha helix are similar to those at I I plus 3 and I plus 6 of a 14 helix beta peptide, making alpha helix beta helix interactions feasible. Early studies identified 14 helix beta peptides capable of inhibiting cholesterol uptake by comp competitively binding a class B scavenger receptor. Linked ground work for the use of beta peptides as PPIs inhibitors. Beta peptides and mixed alpha-beta peptides have since been extensively applied for the targeting of soluble PPIs with broad success. Favorable interactions of some beta peptides with membrane surfaces was extended for the design of transmembrane beta peptides. The Degrado group has made progress on this front, adopting the CHAMP algorithm for the design of de novo membrane spanning beta peptides and successfully developing an all beta peptide inhibitor of alpha 2b beta 3 integrin heterodimerization in vitro. Peptide lipidation. Lipidation of eukaryotic proteins is a common post translational modification that functions in protein sorting and trafficking and its role to improve the pharmacokinetic properties and membrane targeting of peptides is expanding. The covalent attachment of an acyl chain or cholesterol group to peptides has been shown to shield the peptide backbone from proteases, prolong lifetime in blood plasma and promote membrane association. Various lipids may be covalently conjugated to peptides ranging from cholesterol to lipidoamino acid or palmitic acid. Acylation may occur through reactive OH, SH or NH groups, including amino acid side chains and termini and trace moieties. Select amino acids within the native TM sequence can be utilized for lipid conjugation or, if necessary, additional amino acids may be added to the peptide sequence. Amino acids with the appropriate protecting groups to enable selective post-synthesis lipidation are commercially available and readily incorporated into a peptide sequence following standard synthesis protocols. 
Lipidation of peptides is primarily used to prolong half-life of soluble peptides that bind soluble targets. Currently, two lipidated peptides are clinically available. Liraglutide, a glucagon-like peptide and insulin detamir, an insulin derivative with increased half-life with additional pept lipidated peptides in clinical trials at this writing. The addition of a large hydrophobic group has led researchers to explore lipidation as a technique to promote membrane association and anchoring of both soluble NTM peptides. For example, synthetic membrane anchored lipids, small, and peptoxins are lipidated soluble peptides that function primarily against membrane embedded GPCRs. Small peptides typically function as agonists of GPCR signaling, with the resulting lipidation greatly increasing membrane association and potency of a non lipidated peptide analogues. Peptoxins are similar to small peptides, except they mimic the intracellular loops of GPCR proteins, often functioning by disrupting G-protein binding. Few examples exist of lipidated peptides acting on membrane proteins within the lipid bilia. The added lipid moiety being compatible with the surrounding bilia promotes membrane embedding of the TM domain enabling helix-helix interactions. Early results revealed the increase in membrane association of acylated TM peptides and additionally implied the orientation of the TM peptides could be controlled by the placement of the lipid tail. Control of a lipid positioning may therefore provide researchers with a method to dictate TM peptide orientation within the bilia. Acylated TM peptides targeting the T cell antigen receptor TCR were shown to stably reside within the membrane and exhibit enhanced function when conjugated with lipid tails, both in vitro and in vivo. Addition of multiple palmitate groups has been tested alongside addition of sugar groups, all with promising results. However, it was noted that some palmitolated peptides exhibited high toxicity, a feature likely due to the increased hydrophobic nature of the peptides. More recently, McEwen and others used a lipopeptide scanning technique to identify a short palmitolated peptide that functions as a strong agonist for the GPCR epiline. The identified lipidated peptide was a mimic of apelline's TM2 domain, although the precise mechanism of these agonist peptide is unknown. The critical role of TM2 is ligand binding is likely responsible. Peptide cyclization. An additional technique to increase metabolic stability commonly used in drug design is cyclization. Constraining a peptide's conformation through cyclization can shield protease-acceptable regions while increasing cell permeability and target binding. Peptides may be cyclized through several different means, including 1. Side chain and terminus, 2. Side chain C terminus, 3. 
N terminus, C terminus had to tail. 4. Backbone, backbone, and 5. Side chain, side chain, disulfide bonds, lactams, hydrocarbons, temples. While many of these types of fertilization have proven successful for increasing metabolic stability of virus peptides, we will focus here on side chain, side chain cyclization, specifically through the incorporation of elephant tethers to produce a hydrocarbon stample. The technique involves replacement of two natural backbone amino acids by non-natural amino acids containing olefinic substituents. Place one to two helical turns apart in the sequence such that they reside on the same helical phase. A reaction with the ruthenium-based groups catalyst then produces a microcyclic peptide with the stable side chain, side chain olefinic linkage. Incorporation of the olefin tethers and the subsequent crops in reaction can be performed on solid phase resins, rendering the technique readily available to labs predisposed for peptide synthesis. This method of cyclization may be preferred over others due to the hydrophobicity and helicity imparted by the hydrocarbon stample. The stample sheets the peptide backbone from prothesis while trapping the peptide in a helical conformation, which is the active conformer for prospective interaction with membrane-embedded helix-helix interactions. Further, the hydrocarbon stample itself is highly amenable for positioning and interaction with the hydrophobic lipid bilayer per se. The first application of hydrocarbon stampling up to peptides was in 2004 by Walensky and Verdeen. This group incorporated hydrocarbon samples into soluble pro-apoptotic PID peptides. Stampled analogues were helical, salt-permeable, protease-resistant and able to activate apoptotic pathways. The initial success of these studies launched the development of other helix-stampled peptides capable of targeting intracellular soluble proteins. With the lipid-compatible nature of the hydrocarbon stample promoting cell permeability and membrane association, in 2013, ALRN5281, a group hormone-releasing hormone agonist, became the first hydrocarbon sample peptide to enter clinical trials. Further, in 2015, Aileron Therapeutics reported the successful movement of ALRN6924, a hydrocarbon sample peptide inhibitor of P53 suppressor proteins, out of phase 1 clinical trials. With growing successes of both preclinical and clinical stages, stampled peptides presented a promising area for peptide therapeutic design. While the technique of hydrocarbon stampling has been applied extensively to soluble peptides, the approach had not yet been systematically applied for the development of metabolically stable peptides residing within the lipid bilayer. We reported the use 
of hydrocarbon sampled peptide analogues of TM4 from HSMR. We had tested olefin tethers of varying lengths and at varying positions within the sequence of TM4 generally on the helical phase opposite to the target Demir interaction motif. The sampled HSMR TM4 peptides were all highly held structures and exhibited varying functionality against the HSMR protein. Significantly, the lead sampled peptide showed exquisite resistance to proteolic degradation relative to unstampled counterparts. To our knowledge, this is the first application of hydrocarbon stampling of ATM peptides to inhibit PPIs within a lipid bilia. As a cautionary note, and similarly to the lipidated TCR alpha peptides, hydrocarbon stampling has been reported to substantially increase toxicity of peptides. This effect arises because the incorporation of additional carbon atoms into a peptide sequence, whether by lipidation or sampling, increases the average hydrophobicity beyond the threshold for disruption of mammalian membranes. To combat the increased average hydrophobicity of our sample TM4 peptide, we substituted a non-conserved, non-essential VAL94 within the sequence for a polar ASN residue. This increase in polar character greatly decreased peptide toxicity without compromising activity. Similar replacements of non-essential hydrophobic residues with more polar amino acids could be employed to decrease toxicity of membrane-active sample peptides. Conclusions Advances in peptide chemistry have provided the tools for the development of efficacious, safe and pharmacokinetically stable peptides for modulation of PPIs within serum membranes. The strategies and modifications discussed above can generally be incorporated into any TM peptide in a straightforward manner and may be combined in numerous ways. The number of potential membrane targets is immense, as many disease states are directly associated with the anomalous folding function of membrane proteins. By broadening the targetable areas of membrane proteins beyond soluble loops and domains into protein domains, the potential for novel therapeutic development significantly increases by overcoming barriers to TM peptide development and use, PPIs within the bilia become draggable. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, Pub Reading, for more articles.